What's up, y'all? It's your boy Ace. This is Fantasize Football. Welcome back. Welcome back to the channel. We here, once again, bringing y'all some fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season. And today, once again, we are going to be breaking down one player in particular, and that is running back Miles Gaskin of the Miami Dolphins and why I love him for fantasy football in 2021. But before we get into that, real quick, down in the description, you can find my socials. If you're not following me on Instagram and Twitter, please go ahead, shoot me a follow there. We have a lot of fun, little previews on Instagram of videos to come, things of that nature. And also, quick pro tip. If y'all saw my last video, if you didn't know, I record most of my videos all in one day. I just go crazy hard the whole day, bang it all out, and then put them out throughout the week. But I was wearing a windbreaker. And if you ever want to do any sort of content creation, don't wear a windbreaker because I found out the hard way that all you hear the whole time, every time you move is swoosh, 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 and it's obnoxious. So don't wear a windbreaker. But with that out of the way, let's get right into the matter at hand today, and that is Miles Gaskin and why I love him for fantasy football in 2021. But Miles Gaskin, man, tremendous upside in my humble opinion. I mean, when you look at the Dolphins depth chart at running back, we have Malcolm Brown, who we signed in free agency, and I say we because I am, in fact, a Miami Dolphins fan. Fins up, baby, to the moon. This is our year. Uh, so you got Malcolm Brown, comes in, signed in free agency, perennial backup, change of pace guy, Salvin Ahmed, who last season rarely saw the field outside of when uh, Miles Gaskin was hurt. When Miles Gaskin came back, it was the Miles Gaskin show. And then Jared Dokes, seventh round pick that we picked up in the draft this season. It is worth mentioning that Miles Gaskin was also a seventh round pick. But anyways, moving on from that, Brian Flores, although he is a defensive mind, has shown the uh, propensity to want to use a workhorse. And that is great for Miles Gaskin. Could that change with Chan Gailey? Yes. But after what we saw from Miles Gaskin last season when he was healthy, I don't expect any of the guys on the roster to really take him off the field too much. Um, and I mean, if it was working last year, why not keep rolling with it? But Miles Gaskin, like I said, was a workhorse of sorts last season in the games he did play, evidenced by his 68.7% 68 snap share and his 67.5% opportunity share. Now, if you don't know what an opportunity share is, essentially what it is, is it encompasses the running back workload, right? So it looks at all of the team's rush attempts and the team running back targets and how much of that was uh, was attributed to one specific player. So Miles Gaston handled 67.5% of the running back workload for the Dolphins last season. Now, I do expect Miles Gaston to hold a similar role this season compared to last season. And I expect the Dolphins to show some improvement. I expect the offense to get a little better with the additions of Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, in the draft, and Liam Eichenberg, offensive lineman, in the draft as well. And then Will Fuller in free agency, although he is suspended for the first game of the season. Once he's back, I expect that to help. And then on top of that, I also see Tua taking a big step forward in his second year getting more comfortable in the offense. We already saw reports coming out that Tua's getting more comfortable. He's starting to feel himself a little more. So I expect him to take a step forward, the offense to take a step forward, be more efficient, uh, more high octane, you know, and that's great for fantasy, great for Miles Gaskin, great for the Dolphins altogether. But also on top of that, the defense has gotten a bit better. We did add DN Jalen Phillips and safety Javon Holland in the draft, bolstering an already really good defense. And what does this mean for fantasy football, right? 
It means that the Dolphins, with an improved offense, with an even more improved defense from what it was last season, should find themselves being in a situation where they can control games a little bit more. More positive game scripts. Basically, what that means is at the end of the game, we see more garbage time uh, touches for Miles Gaskin, and we see, hopefully, some more garbage time touchdowns for him, which is always great for fantasy football. But with that out of the way, let's look a little bit into what Miles Gaskin did do last season. And I am going to be using the phone machine a little bit here. I can't remember all these numbers. Bear with me. And if you can, let me know down in the comments. How do you do that so that I can learn from you? But anyways, in the 10 games that Miles Gaskin played last season, he ran the ball 142 times for 584 yards and three touchdowns on the ground, which was good for 4.1 yards per carry and 14.2 carries per game and then in the receiving game this is where he really shined he had 47 targets 41 catches 388 yards and three receiving touchdowns good for 8.3 yards per target and 87.2 percent catch rate miles gaskin clearly a great receiving back and we love that for fantasy football we love that especially half ppr full ppr but anyways 4.7 targets per game as well so if we pace that out to 17 games, right? And I'm going to be using 17 game paces now because we are in a 17 game season. So if you hear me talking about pacing things out, just assume it's 17 games unless I specify otherwise. 241 carries, 933 yards, five touchdowns on the ground, and 80 targets, 70 catches, 660 yards, and three touchdowns in the receiving game. 1,653 total yards, eight total touchdowns, 18 touches per game, 16.7 PPR fantasy points per game. Now, let's take a look at like some possible outcomes for Miles Gaskin and for the Dolphins in 2020, 2021. I have the Dolphins right now projected for 590 pass attempts and 446 rush attempts, correct? Yes. So, in the 10 games that Miles Gaskin played last season, he carried the ball 142 times, the Dolphins ran the ball. 264 times. So he handled 54% of the rushing workload for the team. And that includes quarterback runs, wide receiver sweeps, whatever it might be, the wide receivers, whoever else might be carrying the ball, running backs, fullbacks, all the carries, he handled 54% of that. So in those same 10 games, the Dolphins threw the ball 359 times. Gaskin handled 47 targets, which would be a 13% target share in that period of time. So with this, with Miles Gaskin, I do expect some dips in his volume with Malcolm Brown, with the emergence of Salvin Ahmed, Jared Dokes, whoever it might be, taking a little volume away from him. But with the decreased volume, I do expect some slight bumps in efficiency, not only from the dip in volume, because generally the more work you get, the less efficient you'll be, just because there's more opportunities for either mistakes or whatever it may be, but also because I expect the offense to take a step forward. So if two is more efficient, there's more weapons in the receiving game, uh, that will in turn help Miles Gaskin be more efficient this season. So... Excluding the first two games of the season last season, I'm going to do a quick Azer stat here. And if you're a fan of fantasy football today, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm going to kind of manipulate things a little bit. But anyways, if you exclude those first two games where Miles Gaskin wasn't really involved, after that is when he really became the workhorse for the team. He handled 57% uh, of the rushing workload, right? So you take that 57% and the 54% that we talked about a little bit earlier from uh, of his to the total workload for the Dolphins when he was healthy, that's 55.5% of the workload averaged out. Now, you go ahead and you take a 5% decrease in his wor total workload from 
Malcolm Brown, Salvin Ackman, whoever it may be, we're going to go ahead and assume that he will handle 53% of the workload for this season for the purpose of this video. And then a slight increase in his yards per carry. Like I said, more efficient, a little less volume, a little better offense, a little better offensive line. That's going to be 4.3 yards per carry that we will be using. And then we do have some additions in the receiving game, right? We got Will Fuller and we got Jalen Waddle. Now, while I do expect this to affect Mike Gesicki, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, ETC, more than it would the, the running backs, uh, the, the guys catching the ball out of the backfield, it should still probably affect Miles Gaskin at least a little bit. So we'll take that 13% target share and go down to 11.7% just to be safe. Now, like I said, we are going to be using a slight increase in efficiency here in his yards per target. Two gets a little better more comfortable in the offense. Gaskin also already has shown that he's a great receiving back. That 8.3 yards per target, little 5% increase, get him to 8.75 yards per target, okay? Now, in order to compensate for this, in order to kind of make up for that, what I did is I gave him a 10% decrease in his catch rate. Now, it might seem a little bit extreme, but he caught almost 90% of his passes last season at 87.2%. So I dropped that number down to 78.5%. Just to be safe, he will be getting a lot more volume here overall. So there will be some drops. There will be some overthrows, some underthrows, things of that nature. So I figured I'd kind of even it out there. So if we put that all together, right? Dolphins projections, like I mentioned, 590 pass attempts, 446 rush attempts. Let's start with the running game. 446 attempts. 53% of the workload. That is going to be 236 attempts, which is good for 13.9 rush attempts per game. And at 4.3 yards per carry, that is 1,015 yards. Now let's look at the receiving game. We have the 590 pass attempts that I just mentioned and 11.7% target share. Good for 69 targets. Nice. But anyways, those 69 targets, we're going to use that 78.5% um, catch rate. That's going to be good for 54 catches, which is 3.2 per game, 69 targets, 8.75 yards per target, good for 600 yards on the nose receiving. Now that totals out to 236 attempts for 1,015 yards, 69 targets, 54 catches, 600 yards through the air. And then that's a total of 1,615 yards altogether and good for 17.1 touches per game. If you tell me that Miles Gaskin's getting 17 touches per game, I got very high hopes for the man. But anyways, Miles Gaskin last year, he scored six touchdowns in those 10 games. So let's just give him one more to be safe, right? Say he just scores seven touchdowns. That would be good for, I do apologize, 258 and a half PPR fantasy points, which totals out to 15.2 PPR fantasy points per game, which would have been good for running back 13 based on all running backs that played 10 or more games last season. So now let's look at this as if Miles Gaskin handles that same workload that he did last season, but still takes those jumps in efficiency. Because like I had said, the efficiency jumps aren't just to do with the volume. They're also to do with the offense getting better as a whole and uh, Tua taking a step forward, new weapons in the receiving game. So let's go ahead and do that and assume that he handles 57% of the rushing workload like he did after week two when he was really rocking and rolling. That's 446 attempts. 57% of the workload is 254 attempts on the ground. 254 attempts with that 4.3 yards per carry is 1,092 yards. Now, 
Let's go over, look at the receiving game. We'll use his 13% target share from last season. Let's assume that doesn't change. It affects Gasicki, Preston Williams, Devontae Parker. And what I mean by that, what affects that is Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller, all that good stuff. So a 13% target share is good for 77 targets, okay? 78.5% catch rate, good for 60 catches. And using that 8.75 yards per target, that's going to be 674 yards receiving. Told that out. Look at the big picture. 254 attempts on the ground, 1,092 yards, 77 targets, 60 catches, 674 yards. Now, let's assume that Miles Gaskin can reach 10 total touchdowns, right? Which isn't too far off because last season, his 16-game pace was 10.2 touchdowns. So, increased efficiency, gets more goal line work, more scoring opportunities altogether for the team. It's not out of the range of outcomes for Miles Gaskin to hit 10 touchdowns. Oh, excuse me. I just got an email. Hmm. Very cool. Oh, by the way, hey, what do you think? Miles Gaskin hit 10 touchdowns? He said yes. Yeah. So anyways, if he were to hit those 10 touchdowns, based on those stats that we just came up with, those projections we just came up with, that would be 296.6 PPR fantasy points, good for 17.4 PPR fantasy points per game, which would land him as the running back seven in fantasy points per game last season, based on all running backs that played 10 or more games. So you take all this information, everything I just said, everything I just spit out, what does this mean for fantasy football, right? To me, it means that Miles Gaskin is the type of cat that has the upside to finish as a running back one if everything goes his way, if he plays a full 17, which is unlikely for running backs to play a full season, but it does happen sometimes. But in the same vein, everyone has that same injury risk. So there is the outcome, it is in his range of outcomes that he ends up as a running back one, or at least a high-end running back two. And at his current draft price, you're looking at him somewhere in the fourth to fifth round, sometimes even falls into the sixth round in 10 team leagues, even in 12 team leagues sometimes, I've seen it happen. So to me, I'm willing to take on the risk of if Miles Gaskin, if, if whatever happens, if Salvin Ackman, Malcolm Brown, Jared Dokes, whoever it might be, does take on a portion of the workload that takes Miles Gaskin out of that workhorse role, where you're drafting him now, that risk is kind of baked into it because he does have the upside to finish as a running back one or a high-end running back two. And when you're drafting him there, I don't think there's so much of a risk that he's not going to get at least 12, 13 touches a game. You know, and you can slot him in as your flex. And a lot of the time, if you're going with a running back heavy strategy like I do and like I kind of promote here, and if you're listening to me, I'm assuming you kind of agree with that at least to a certain degree, that um, he does supply you that floor where if he's your running back three, you're not too worried about slotting him in as your flex. And if you wanted to, if you wanted to start off going running back and, and grab a few wide receivers and slot him in as your running back two, he does have the upside to fulfill that and be a, um, a solid contributor as your RB2. But in most cases, I'm landing him as my RB3. So with all that out of the way, that's all I got for you guys today. I really hope you enjoyed the video if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever. I hope you enjoyed listening. And if you are listening to the podcast, make sure you hop on over to YouTube if you enjoyed. Leave a like on the video. Drop a comment. Let me know what you guys think of Miles Gaskin. If you think he does have the same upside that I think. If you think one of these guys will cut into his workload. And some other guys that you think are values or just people you'd like to hear me talk about. Whether it be a running back, quarterback, receiver, tight end. 
for fantasy football in 2021. I appreciate any and all feedback. It really means the world to me. And as always, if you like the video, make sure you subscribe to the channel, man. Help me reach my goal of 100 subscribers on YouTube before the end of the 2021 football season. It really means the world to me. It's just a quick click of a button. It's free. It really helps the channel grow, man. I really, 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 really appreciate it. And with all that out of the way, as always, thank y'all for giving me some of your time. It really means the world to me. And with that done... I have nothing left. That's it. I'll catch y'all next time. Thank you. Love you. Peace.